if somebody is constantly having somebody else's name in their mouth, that's a habit. <laughs> that's a habit that they have. Even if you feel like, oh, but they're my friend, they would never, they're doing it. Let me tell you, they're, they're definitely, definitely doing it. I think I've had to learn the hard way. Hey girl, hey, and welcome to the Self-Love Fix Podcast, where we get relatable, we share tea, and we support each other on this journey of self-love, self-worth, personal development, self-esteem, and self-care. Because why wait until it's too late to start becoming the best version of ourselves? Let's start today. And I'm your host, Beatrice. So let's get into it. Hey girl, hey, and welcome back to the Self Love Fix. I'm your host, Beatrice, and we are back after a one week break. Last week was actually my birthday, and I spent some time in good old Los Angeles, aka LA. (laughs) And that was really fun, but now we're back. And I am very excited to be back. I'm also excited to announce that today, or actually not today, but tomorrow is the one-year anniversary of the self-love fix. I can't even believe it. It's been a whole year, and I can't believe how much we've all grown together. This is so exciting to me, and I'm excited to just continue doing this and continue going forward for hopefully many more years. But yeah, it's the one-year celebration so I'm really excited about that. I was going to do sort of like a reflection type episode but I realized I kind of already did that with the 10 things I learned in the past decade episode I did not too long ago so I decided to instead do an episode on something a lot of you have been asking about and that's toxic friendships. I don't really like to use the term toxic friendships just because I feel like that's such a strong like you know there's levels to it right I feel like toxicity is kind of like a spectrum like you could have some real like abusive friendships or you could have just friendships that just don't serve you but for lack of better words we're just gonna address it as toxic um, friendships meaning just friendships that just don't serve us and we're just gonna cover a few things that have been on my mind um So yeah, so let's jump into it. Okay, so we're going to talk about the top 10 signs of a toxic friendship. Okay, so number one, they point out your shortcomings in a spiteful, critical way instead of in a constructive, loving way. So what do I mean by this? I mean like maybe you have that friend that sort of acts almost like a parent when they talk to you it's kind of like they're like you should be doing this you should be doing that I don't know why you're still doing this you should have been doing that maybe they're even condescending like it's almost like it's a power struggle or a power difference like they almost look down on you as if you don't know anything and they have all the knowledge oof that yeah that that's not good and when they do it they kind of play it off too like as if like I'm trying to help you I'm trying to get you to see what you can't see but really honestly you can do that without being condescending without acting like a parent you know especially when they're doing this when it's unsolicited like they're telling you how to live your life or do things without you even asking whether they ask or not when they're doing it in a um, condescending way that's not what true friends do True, true friends if they do see that you're in a place or in a position where you might be um, you know 
causing harm to yourself or causing harm to others, they'll tell you, look, I'm going to be, they might sit you down. First of all, they'll, <laughs> they'll sit you down or have a um, phone call, like in a gentle way, just kind of like, you know, I'm really kind of worried about X, Y, and Z, or look, I really love you, but I see that you're doing this, that, and the other. Not this coming to you like, oh, you know, <sighs> oh, you always get involved in these kind of situations because you don't know how to take responsibility for yourself or stuff like that. That's what I mean. Like that kind of condescending language, that's a no. So again, you that doesn't mean you don't want to receive criticism from your friends, but you want it to be constructive. You want it to be from a place of love and from a place where it's they're really trying to help you. They're not trying to have some kind of power dynamic with you. So that's number one. Number two, I think is more of an obvious one. Number two is friends who only talk to you or communicate with you when they need something look I'm gonna be honest in the past I think I've been guilty of this it truly truly was because it wasn't intentional like it was just me I think being busy in my own life and then only thinking to reach out to some people when I had something going on or something like that um so I'll admit I've done that in the past so sometimes it's not personal sometimes people really just honestly they're busy and then the time that they do think (laughs) of talking to you unfortunately is when they're going through something but here's the thing is that happening every time though because I think sometimes all of us can all of us know that we do it from time to time um especially as adults being busy but what I mean is every single time like every interaction that you have with someone is that you only talk to them when you need something like every single one like that I don't think that's right that's probably someone who's only wanting to talk to you for you know a little free therapy session or something like that it's not really a friendship it's kind of unbalanced because are they there when you're also having issues kind of a thing so that's number two Hey girl, hey, just wanted to let you know that this podcast episode has been sponsored by my inner child healing affirmations and meditations package. And if you haven't checked it out, what are you doing? Go get that. Go get your hands on it. It is going to be in the link in the description box below or at bksolutions.dpdcart.com. I made this with your inner child healing in mind, so I can't wait for you to get your hands on it. Now let's get back to the episode. Number three is that they constantly gossip about other people to you. Um, you are not exempt. You know, like it's only a matter of time before you also become the topic of discussion when you're not around. Like it's only a matter of time before they do that to you when you're not there. It's no, if somebody is constantly having somebody else's name in their mouth, that's a habit. (laughs) That's a habit that they have. And you're not the exception. You're not exempt. Even if you feel like, oh, but they're my friend. They would never, they're doing it. Let me tell you, they're they're definitely, definitely doing it. I think I've had to learn the hard way one too many times. They're definitely doing it. In the same breath, would you really want to be around somebody who's discussing somebody else's flaws or somebody else, like rumors or things about somebody else that probably they don't want to be discussed anyway? Like, would you really want to be around that? Is that productive for you? Is that serving any of you? What does that even do? It doesn't do anything. That that type of energy does, doesn't even make sense in the first place, let alone the fact that, you know, they are very much doing the same thing to you, or if they're not doing it now, they will do it eventually. Number four is they don't support you. So say that you've got things going on, maybe you're changing careers or maybe you're wanting to pursue something like maybe you want to pursue makeup artistry maybe you want to pursue acting music doing hair whatever whatever you want to do 
if your friends are not supporting you hmm, like are they really your friends and support looks different I think for everybody I can't say what support should look like because how I receive support is different from how you receive support but I think that if you tell your friends how you like to be supported and if they're the type of friends that get defensive or they um they say that they don't want to or they just say that they don't support you period well I think you might want to reconsider that friendship because you know why is it that they're not wanting to support you you know I just can't see why somebody wouldn't want to support their friend to me that doesn't make sense especially if you are getting vulnerable and telling them how you like to be supported or telling them how important something is to you and they just don't want to do that oof that's not cute it just it really isn't I've had a case or two of that before and I just I think this life is way 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 too short to sit around and try to you know reason with people or try to make space for people who just don't want to make the same space for you I just I can't do it Number five is if you have arguments or disagreements, they give you the silent treatment and or expect you alone to fix the issue. Like those friends that just tap out, like basically tap out whenever something didn't go their way or the agreement went some type of way that they didn't like, they tap out and they don't, they either ignore you or they let you know, you know what, you can try and figure this out. You can try and fix this relationship because you're wrong. Like basically friends who see things as a right wrong issue and would rather debate about who's right and who's wrong than try and see where each person is coming from in order to try and mend the issue or fix the issue together. Like silent treatment and storming off and leaving things unfinished for somebody else to pick up the pieces is things that children do because children don't know any better I'm really not even trying to throw shade on anybody here I'm just I'm being honest that's it's truly what children do because they don't know better or they didn't they have not yet learned the skills of problem solving and interpersonal relationships but when you are a grown adult who cares about another person in this case a friend you're going to try and work together to try and fix an issue it's not going to be I'm right you're wrong I'm not talking to you until you you know admit that you're wrong you're wrong or like if you still want the relationship to continue I don't think that's a very effective way of handling it so in my opinion that's a toxic trait reason being you're just going to keep having this seesaw thing or this push pull thing of like they're mad at me I have to go fix it they're upset I have to go soothe them no that's not how it works we're all responsible for our own feelings and we got to go deal with our feelings and then we got to come together and regroup and figure out how we're going to fix things together that's how it works in a relationship it's not a, a you ship it's not a me ship it's a relationship in terms of this friendship thing I'm talking about right Right. So number six is friends who are nowhere to be found whenever you are going through a hard time. So if you tell your friend that you're going through a hard time or you try and contact them to tell them that you're going through a hard time, they up and leave or they've got something else going on suddenly (laughs) or they just are not present. Part of a friendship is understanding that not everybody's going to have good days. Not everybody's going to be chipper and all good. You know, some days one friend is going to be having a hard day. Some days the other one's going to be having a better day. And that's how you help each other. You're there for each other. Some days someone might be going through something. Someone might have gone through a tragedy, you know, various different things. But the other person can be the stronger person at the time for that person and then vice versa. It's um, 
that's how friendship works you're there to be the strong person when the other person isn't as strong and then vice versa you're leaning on each other kind of thing so if that element is missing I don't know what kind of you know friendship that might be maybe that friend is more of a casual friend or somebody that you you know an acquaintance but not a close friend so that's another thing too is understanding what kind of friends that you have like some friends might be your close friends some friends might be your coffee friends your cocktail friends whatever not everybody's going to be that lean on um the shoulder type friend so if we're talking about close friends here then yeah that's probably not a good friendship if you're not if you're not able to go to them when you're going through a hard time so number seven is when you don't agree with their beliefs or views tension arises or the friendship is even threatened things like that I've had this happen before (laughs) I've had this I'm laughing because um it's to me it just doesn't make any sense we all have different ways of seeing the world um we we just don't all look at things the same way and I think that's okay as long as we're not being hateful or having hatred towards people if we're having views that aren't the same that's okay like if your views conflict with your friend in such a way that they themselves feel like they're not being seen or heard or they are experiencing hatred as a form of your views then that makes sense if they kind of are like okay I'm gonna kind of distance myself from you but if you just don't see eye to eye on a a particular topic and they are mad at you because you don't see things the way that they see things and they think they're quote-unquote right and you're quote-unquote wrong and you're just not aligning with that and they feel threatened by that that's a little weird <laughs> that's strange and it's you know nobody has time for all that like you you shouldn't have to bend and flex the way that you see things in order to keep a friendship. It just shouldn't happen. You could say, you know, I see things this way and they could say, you know, I actually see things that way. And you can just both look at each other like, okay, (laughs) you know, I acknowledge that we see things differently and that's okay. I'm okay with you having your opinion and I hope that you're okay with me having my opinion kind of thing. Okay, number eight is gaslighting after having an argument or really it's just gaslighting in general and if you don't know what gaslighting is gaslighting is when someone tries to make you believe that something didn't happen when you already know that it indeed happened I always use this example with everyone whenever they ask so um, here's an example it's like say you had a roommate and your roommate said I'm going to take out the trash tomorrow morning and then you were like okay cool So you go to sleep, it's the next morning, trash is still there, and then you kind of approach your roommate like, hey, I thought you were gonna, I thought you said you were gonna take out the trash, and then they look at you like, I don't know what you're talking about, I never said that. (laughs) It's, It's like that, it's like manipulative, psychologically crazy kind of thing, it's like they'll look you dead in your face, dead in your eyes, and tell you they didn't do something when they did, and you feel like you're crazy because you know they said it, but they're telling you and insisting that they never did, that kind of a thing so gaslighting at all if it happens in friendships that's a no-no so that's uh, this is going to be a conjoined number eight that's so so a no to that but also gaslighting after arguments so it's like say you had a a big argument with a friend and then there was never a resolution like you never kind of like had a a moment of like okay are we cool or okay I'm sorry I did this and that kind of thing and then you know resolved it before getting back to normal so instead you have the friend who just kind of both of you kind of go at it and then maybe a week later or a couple days later they come back (laughs) in your phone like hey what's going on how are you and you're just kind of like huh wait I thought that you were just I thought the other day that you were just really mad at me I thought the other day that you just really went off on me how are you acting all chipper without 
you know, coming to a resolution without where is the discussion after the, you know, after the crazy argument, that kind of a thing. That's happened to me in the past a lot. And before I used to let it slide, I would just kind of be like, okay, I guess everything is okay. When I was more like on the codependent side, but now I'm just like, oh girl, I, you know, I, I don't really play that anymore. I don't play the whole, like, act like nothing ever happened. That's not me personally. Um, I don't like to start arguments or restart anything that doesn't need to be restarted, but I'm also not going to play along when I know that my feelings haven't been heard or things haven't been resolved kind of a thing. So I would really watch out for that one. Number nine is that they try to change you. I think in friendships, we should all grow with each other hopefully we're always growing hopefully we're always learning from each other but people trying to change people that's a totally different thing that's like somebody coming up to you and being like you know I really don't like your hair like that why don't you do it like this you know that makeup mm, not feeling it your eyebrows ooh, what are you doing with those that you know kind of picking out all these different parts of you and them trying to change them and trying to change you into whatever they want you to be like no that's not cool if they're making comments about your the way you dress that kind of thing we're uh-uh, we're not doing that I remember I had a friend in high school who told me like she was like you know you could just be so much prettier if you just <laughs> if you just I'm laughing about it now because I'm like I can't even believe somebody would do that to somebody it's like if you just had your hair this way or if you just did this you look prettier with this hair over that hair and this was when I was like I feel like I was 16 when that happened and it was just at the time I I really wanted to be liked by people so I kind of was like I guess I should do my hair like that but now you know it's kind of like if somebody told me that I would be like hmm why are you trying to change me I feel like as friends we should be able to look at our friends and accept who they are accept what they look like and we made a decision to be friends with them and so we made a decision to take you know take all that comes with them and it's not your business to try and or it's not their business to try and change you into something else you know number 10 is when friends if you want to call them that after hearing number 10 but um, when they bring up old things about you about who you used to be about who you used to be around or about anything having to do with what's not having to do with now like say they bring up a time where you weren't you're the best version of yourself we all have that like in the past we might have made some mistakes um done some things gotten a little crazy got a little wild dated people that probably wouldn't date if we had a second chance at it that kind of thing those friends who are always living in the past about who you are or who you were like they want to keep bringing that back to life even though that's not who you are anymore girl I would really reconsider that that's a huge one because it's like they almost want to use it as a way to make a joke like oh remember when you used to do this or remember when you were that and it's like um I'm not that person anymore though right it's like you don't want to be around people who are constantly trying to revive a version of you that you have moved past and especially if they're trying to bring up people who maybe they hurt you in the past or they just weren't someone that you would associate yourself with now if they bring that up like oh remember when you used to date so and so and if that's a painful memory for you you know that's not something a friend does is bring that up that's not okay especially if they 100% knew what you'd been through or what that person was about and for a bonus one <laughs> number 11 the bonus is friends who when they do bring that stuff up and when you tell them hey you know I really that's not really cool let's not talk about that and they're like oh why are you taking it so serious it's just a joke when they minimize your feelings 
Yeah, that's the bonus one. Minimizing your feelings, not cool. How you feel is how you feel. And if they want to talk about like, oh, it's not that serious or it's really not that big of a deal, you know, I would really consider that because how are you ever going to be yourself and express yourself around friends who are constantly minimizing and telling you how to feel? Like telling you like, no, it's not that serious. It's not that big of a deal. Or why are you taking it like that X, Y, and Z? It's not really for them to decide how you want to take things or how you see things. That's really not any of their business. Um, So we definitely don't want to do that. Okay, so that was the top 10 signs of a toxic friendship with the bonus number 11 at the end. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I did want to say, don't forget to make sure to check out the inner child healing affirmations and meditations in the link below. It is now out. So make sure to check out the link in the description box below or visit bksolutions.dpdcart.com. Thank you again so much for tuning in. I will see you same time, same place next week.